When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You're very welcome to Tuesday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. And I am so excited this afternoon. I am so excited. Six sleeps to go. uh, Six sleeps to go to Christmas. And he'll be on his way with all the toys and everything else besides. You're very welcome to the show. I have a packed studio this afternoon. It's jammers. Will I tell you why? Because the young folk from Mornington Vocal Academy are with me on the show. And are these people? good. They are fantastic and they're all ready to sing for you for the next while. So shall we begin with the first song from uh, them this afternoon? We will indeed. So they have a number of songs to sing for us. Let's begin today with a very famous uh, Christmas song. It's called Sleigh Ride. Here we go.
Thank you so much. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much indeed. Yes, that is uh, the young people from Mornington Vocal Academy who are with us on late lunch this afternoon. Now, you know, there's big news with these folks because who's starring in the TLT panto Snow White? Are, are you nearly all in it? Huh? Yeah? yeah? Come in and tell me. Come into the microphone here and tell me a little bit about it. Who am I talking to? What's your name? Um, my name is Katie McCartan. Katie, tell us about uh, the Snow White uh, pantomime. Have you been uh, practising long for it? We've been practising for about two months and it's going really well. We're really proud of how it's going so far. And, and when it, it started already, hasn't it? Yeah, it started on the 16th of December. Good on you. And are you loving it? Oh, it's really fun. I'm getting to do it with all my friends and it's so much fun. And is this the first time you've ever been on pantomime? No, I've been doing the TLT pantos for about five years now. Oh, sure, you're an experienced hand <laughs> at it at this stage, to be honest with you. But it's fantastic. The connection with the crowd in pantomime, you can't beat it. Yeah, you can't beat and it. And the it's children, amazing. the children and love yeah, it. Yeah, the energy it? is great. And it runs until into January, isn't it? Running yeah, up it in? finishes on the 1st of January. Okay. And who else is in it? Anybody else in the panto there? What part are you playing? Sorry. Um, I'm in the ensemble. Oh, in the ensemble, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yeah. Come on, tell me about your your uh, pantomime experience. What's your name? Lara King. And what about you? Are you in the ensemble as well? I am. I'm the junior dance captain. Oh, very good. A captain. <laughs> and how long are you doing pantomime? Uh, since the very first TLT panto, so right. back in 2018. Good on you. Well done. And uh, it's something, you know, that you're doing at the moment. Would you like to do this into the future? Oh, as, definitely, yeah. Oh, would you? Big Pro- dream of mine. Professionally? Yeah. Oh, good. That's the way to, you have to think big as well. And who else in the back? There's somebody else. Come on, come in. Come in. What's your name? Lennon Doyle. And you're in it too? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I'm also a dancer. Are you? Yeah. And are you dancing long? Uh, yeah, I've been dancing in the panto also with the other guys for uh, five years now. Good on you. So you're all very experienced when it comes yeah. to Pantoland. What about Snow White? It's a great one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it really is. It's a great pantomime. Good luck to you all with the pantomime. Are you going to do another song for me? OK, they are. They're, they're nodding here. They're going to sing another one for us. Now, I have never heard about this one before. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. This is new on me. Let's have a listen to what it's all about. Are you ready? Here we go. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Only a hippopotamus will do I don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Don't think Santa Claus will mind you You won't have to use our dirty chimney flue just bring them through the front door, that's the easiest thing to do. Hippo would eat me up, but then teacher said the hippo is a 
That's my favourite Christmas song, Christmas 2023, I have to say. Well done to you. And that was all the younger members there of the Mornington Vocal Academy. Um, There were a couple of you appeared on the Toy Show. Where is Hazel Downey and Emer McDermott? Where are you? Come into the microphone here. You are, are are you Hazel? No. Emer? Yeah. Are you? Hello. Thanks for joining us on Late Lunch this afternoon. Tell us about the Toy Show. What did you do? Um, well, I sent in a video audition and I was sending in toy auditions every year and I got into singing so I decided to send in a sing video and I was really happy when I found out that I was going to be on the toy show. Oh my God. Is it as exciting to be in the studio as it is watching it on the television? It's really, really fun. <laughs> is it? Yeah. And Patrick Keelty this year, he was great, wasn't he? Yeah. He did, was and great. did you stay for the entire show? Were you there the whole night? Yeah, <gasps> I came back in in the finale. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Was it a dream come true for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you, you had, this was your, your year you were actually selected to go and take part in it? Yeah. You lucky duck, I have to say. I'm so jealous. Come on, who else was on the, come in, come in here to the microphone and, ha- and have a chat with me. Tell them your name. Hazel. Hazel. Hello, Hazel. And you were on the toy show too. Yeah. And what did you think of it? I liked it very, very much. <laughs> did, you, did you like it? Was it fantastic? Yeah, yes, it yeah. Was. And did you see anything there when you were up there that night that you'd love Santa to bring you? Was there anything that you spotted? Mm, I think so. Oh, do you? Are you going to tell us? No, you're not. You're going to give it to yourself and hopefully Santa brings it to you. It's only six sleeps to go. Do you know that? Six sleeps. Will you be in bed early on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Oh, yeah, keep the eyes shut and sleep well. And then when you wake up the next morning, the excitement, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, my God, I can't wait for him to come myself. Mornington Vocal Academy are with me on late lunch. Kate and Alice Turner, Hazel Downey, Emer McDermott, Ella Bedford, Molly Power, Lily Jones, Lennon Doyle, Katie McCartan, Lara King, Marla Peg Leonard... Orlid McDermott, Grace Looney and EJ Dunn. You're all very welcome to Late Lunch. I meant to say that at the beginning and we're delighted to have you with us today. And looking after them is Lindsay Turner and Denise Bedford. Thank you both mammies as well for coming along with the group today. Uh, And it's great to have you in the studio with us. Sarah should be here with us, but she's elsewhere and we're thinking of Sarah today. We just want to mention that as well, who is their musical director. Now, you're doing her proud. You certainly are. Are we going to have another song? We are indeed and it's a classic again are you ready to go yeah they're all ready to go again it's this one it's lovely i love it it's beginning to look a lot like christmas
Simply beautiful. Who is, come on, tell me who was singing that. Give your names there. Tell the listeners. Who was singing that? Grace Looney. And? Orla McDermott. Well done, Grace Looney and Orla McDermott. Fantastic. Thank you so much indeed. And backed up by the rest of the gang there as well. Well, okay. I think we'll have one more before we finish up today. Congratulations on all you're doing. And you're simply wonderful. You have have been very busy, I know, over the Christmas period, appearing here, there and everywhere. And we're delighted that you joined us today on Late Lunch. So we have two of... The, the youngest members are seven and the oldest are what? What, are the, what? what age are the oldest members? Are you? Yeah? 17. 17. So from seven to 17 we have here. Wonderful. And a lovely mix of voices and personalities as well. So... We're going to finish out today with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And who's singing the solos? Tell me your names again, please. EJ Dunn. And Marley Pag. Well done to both of you. So, take it away. Thank you all for coming to us today on Late Lunch. Happy Christmas to everybody. Hope Santa brings everything you've written to him for. I'm sure he will. You're all on the good list, I've heard, for certain this year. Anyway, away we go. Take it away there, folks.
Let your heart be light From now on our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay Next year All our troubles will be miles away Here we are as in olden days Happy golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow Hang a shining star above the highest bough And have yourself a merry little Christmas Truly, truly beautiful, may I say. Absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much indeed. What a beautiful blend of voices. Lovely, lovely, lovely to end uh, your performance here in Late Lunch this afternoon. Thank you to everybody in the Mornington Vocal Academy. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! It's time for another of our Christmas calls abroad and he is a really good friend of ours. He listens every morning in New York City almost without fail. He knows everything that's happening on late lunch, keeps in touch with the North East. He's one great fella. Nigel McKenna, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. And yourself? I'm saying happy <laughs> Christmas. I'm saying happy Christmas to you in New York. But your celebrations are all <laughs> over on Thanksgiving. This is only a, a, a nearly a routine day. Am I right or am I only being facetious saying that to you? For for, Chris, for Christmas? Um, well, the Thanksgiving is, is the big holiday here. But Christmas is, is celebrated uh, in, our, in, our, in our family. Yes, you know? and yes. My wife's family is, is Italian. So I could I could relate to your gentleman you know, on yesterday with all the traditions we do that in our house. Okay, uh, everything that he said, you know. So it's uh, oh, you we see, all the fishes you, and Christmas. You see, Nigel. You see, you have the best of every world. You have Thanksgiving in the states. You have Christmas Day harking back to Ireland, and you have the sixth of January, as Tommy was telling me yesterday, when the Italians really celebrate their big feast at this time of the year. So you're spoiled. 
I know, yeah, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled. And my wife's a great cook, so <laughs> I'm very <better>. spoiled. <laughs> even, even better still. Oh, no, you're not a bad hand at it yourself. I know that. Anyway, look, happy Christmas to you. It is a holiday. Do they knock off? I was just to ask you this. Like, let's say Christmas Day is Monday. What about work-wise in the States? Is St. Stephen's Day a day off work or is it just the one day? It'll just be the Christmas Day and New Year's Day. That's is, it. Is the holidays. But, yeah, but a lot of people, you know, take all the vacation and you know, kind of leave on the 23rd and won't come back till the 2nd right. or 3rd of January. Okay. You know, uh, there's not uh, much happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and for for you, coming back to you, loving uh, Christmas and, and an Irish Christmas, which you know well about uh, growing up here, I, I asked Tommy this yesterday and he, he sort of laughed at me when I mentioned Turkey. There's not a Turkey left in the States after Thanksgiving, I take it, for the 25th, unless you go the freezers of the local stores. Yeah, there is Turkeys, but we don't. It, because it's Thanksgiving, you're kind of all turkeyed out. Yeah, that's you know? yeah, true. <laughs> 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 so... You know, we might do a chicken, but no, it's just you, you're sick of turkey because you get turkey for like, you know yourself yeah. three or four days after. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we we whacked them all the different kinds of fish uh, for for Christmas Eve. Yes, and and you know, you know then, then at, go on. Sorry, no. Then at, then on Christmas Eve, like at midnight, that's when you you have a panettone, which is an Italian Italian black. It's like a cake. Yeah, and you have glasses of snow sparkling wine, and then the kids would open their gifts at mm. that time, and you you'd always keep some gifts. For, you know, uh, Santa would come with the gifts. You know, then the yes. next morning, but yeah. most most of the gifts, all the adult gifts, would be opened at midnight. I see. On the twenty fifth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Lovely, lovely tradition. It is indeed, and the Panets own. Of course, we are famous, which are we can get anything in your local store here now, uh, Nigel, <laughs> <laughs> on our doorsteps. Um, what was it to say to you uh, this Christmas? Uh, you know, in in New York, there's a lot going on in America because, of course, next year is an election year, and of course, you've Mr. Trump there in New York, and well, not just in New York, but all over the place, and. Uh, What's going on in the world in the Middle East and Ukraine and everything? What, what's the feeling on the ground? Just tell us there in New York with the world situation and America's position in it. Well, what I, what I can see from, you know, look, no one wants to talk about it because, um, you know, New York City is probably the biggest Jewish community outside of Israel. Mm. So you, you, you have to, you know, you, you put your foot into it if you said something. You know, and there is a lot of protests um, up and down the streets um, every weekend. You know, uh, against uh, what's happening you know, to the Palestine, um, uh, and then there's the Jewish community putting up uh, posters of what the relatives that's missing. Mm. So it is. It is that double-edged sword. It's very tense, and for you know the the politics is you know everybody. Is it is 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 upset about you know watching innocent people getting killed every day you know and and you know my personal opinion like we 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 know the history we know we had it happen to ourselves so I just it's, it's but you you just can't talk about it and some people you just listen to but you don't you don't get you don't make conversation because yes. it's just it's mm. a losing battle you just mm. have to bite your tongue you know yeah what about what about the next but, but go on go on. No, what you say about the, about, about the about the election? Yes, Trump. Yes, I I I don't know. I mean, right? He's you know he's the leading Republican in the polls, 
And then, you know, it's like kind of like with Brexit, people think that, you know, if the Trump is in, the, the, the immigration is going to disappear. I mean, the, the, all the, uh, you know, people who cross the border will just stop, which is not the case. You know, it still happens that he sells it better than, mm-hmm. than anybody else. So you have the the Republicans who, and then the, the you know, the Biden administration, you know, the, it's also going after the, the, the wealthy or trying to tax uh, the wealthy. So a lot of people are, you know, against that as well. So this this is it'd be interesting to see. You know, you would you would never know how 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 it would go. Mm. You know, the election. You yeah, just don't know. Yeah, it's um it's a very strange time indeed and everybody's looking at America. I even saw our main current affairs here in Ireland last night, you know, looking ahead to next year and that was the big one. You know what I mean? What is going to happen in the States? Who is going to be the next president, etc.? And of course we may have an election here in Ireland and there more or less will be one in the UK and all else that's happening besides. Anyway, we leave politics on on the, the sidewalk for a, for a moment. Um, is New York buzzing like ahead of Christmas? You know, you, you know many people travel uh, over from it, Ireland. It, it, yeah? It's, yeah, it's, Fantastic! It's it's they have what's called a dreadlock, so you can't. You, if you if you go into New York City, you kind of you can go across, but you can't you kind of go up, but you can't. It's kind of you're kind of stuck in, in uh, on on the streets, and the traffic, the police won't let you to make uh, left turns or right turns until you get to the end or the beginning of the other one. Yeah. So you just and the amount of people they've they closed off Fifth Avenue, the tourists, the shops, the the lights. It's just wonderful. I was. At a Christmas party on Friday night, and I was at just above Times Square, and it's it's really buzzing. The amount of people, the amount of tourists, the amount everything is 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 it's a great it's a great time in New York. I love New York at this time um, because it's it's nice. It's not hot. Um, there's a there's a nice buzz and the you know the the, the singing. And the, the music in the streets, and the, you know, the ice skating—it's—it's—it's it's, it's nice. You know, it's a different, different time of year, different, a different side of New York. It's kind of like a warmer, a warmer feeling, and the weather is—it uh, reminds you of Christmas. So right. it's, it's, it's good. So it's—it's it's just nice. It's—it's it's, uh, you know the intense heat of the summer we know in New York, but it's just nice. It's cool, but uh, manageable and bearable if you wrap up. Uh, you know what? I'm listening to you there. I gotta go back because I've been there a number of occasions at Christmas time, and I just get what <laughs> you are saying. I really do have to see the Rockettes again. I have to. I have to go back there and see them. Uh, just that Christmas tradition of going there and watching them perform, and much, much more besides. Um, uh, for yourself, what are your plans? You're gonna, you know, enjoy Christmas in New York. You're gonna have that meal, as you said. Family, all about that as well. Yeah, we'll take the in-laws for a few days, and then we'll. we'll well, we'll be Christmas in New York with my in-laws and my um, two sons and my wife, and then the other families who are with the in-laws, like our, our nieces and nephews, and other they'll start showing up between uh, the 26th and the New Year's. So and the New Year, our house will be full. You know, mm-hmm. there'll probably be like 10 people staying over, and it'll just you know, it's just family. And that's what Christmas is all about. You know, mm-hmm. just. I, I, it's nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have to mention your your niece and this Christmas time again without her and the tragedy yeah. of the loss of our life, Nigel. We think of her as I talk to you today. Yeah, it's it. That's hard. It's hard on my 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 brother and my sister-in-law. Like the, obviously, they'll never be the same again. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there is some closure because 
the got the guy and he's waiting to be sentenced yeah. um, for for doing it. But it still doesn't bring her back, and it's sad, you know, especially when you have identical twin that constantly reminds you when you see her. <laughs> it's 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 hard for them, you yeah. know, and, and it's yeah. tough. It know, is, and it's, on, on, yeah, on, on. yeah. It's a side of Christmas that people who experience loss and tragic loss, uh, you know, we think of all those people because you know most people are going around happy, and it is a celebration time of the year. But there's a, a, another side entirely to Christmas that we don't understand unless that loss has affected our family. We think of her today. I just wanted to mention her talking to, uh, to you, uh, oh, you on, on the show and remember her. Um, the Christmas back home, many moons ago for you at this stage with your wonderful mammy yeah, and yeah. family as well. I'm sure you have memories of it. Yeah, I do. I remember one, because uh, I have, you know, six sisters, you know, I'm a big family. So I remember, I guess my mother would be going out to uh, somewhere with the, the neighbours. And then they'd be showing me Santa Claus. And I'd be at the pet side saying, he's up there in the sky. And, uh, Can you not see him? And, You'd be looking for him, and then they would bring you into the house, and you'd be down in the room, and someone would say, "Look at, look through the keyhole," and someone would be, you'd see the red coat. There'd be a red coat on the other side of that keyhole, and you'd be like, "This is shit, be quiet." And then they say, "But you have to go to bed, or he'll come back and take the gifts." You'd end up going to sleep, and then you'd have these memories and go around to every school. I saw Santa's coat; he was in the house, you know. And you know, the, it was a different time, but it was it was a lot more. Uh, fun and it's like what that gentleman said yes with, with the Italian side and when you go to Italy and stuff it's you remind you when you're a child you know yeah. it reminds you of times gone by and it's really it's really you miss it you know yeah. you miss the you miss it uh, and you you have fun memories and that's what life's all about you know happy childhood memories yeah yeah, and I, I have those too, Nigel, when I think we had a simple life at home and we didn't have much, but our parents made the most of it that they could for us. And it was always a memorable time of the year that pushed the boat out for you. And that's always with you and I always appreciate it, even though times has changed. But it's all, it's still, it's about people, your family, those nearest and dearest to you, isn't it? That's what it refocuses us on. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's what, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you really have. Mm. You know, you know, I, I, as you know, I travel a lot. Yep, a lot, and I'm, I'm nearly in an airport every week. But I see people, and I, you know, people with kids, people traveling and stuff, and it brings back memories. You know, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, sometimes it's, it's sad. Yes, uh, yeah, of course. And that that's 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 life for you. Well, listen, I just wanted to say hello to you today. We love it that you're our man in New York. I hope you don't mind us calling you that, but that's no, the way we, we regard you now. <laughs> you're on the ball. You're on to us. You're keeping an eye. You're letting us know. We do appreciate it. We love that you're yeah. out there with us, uh, Nigel, all of the time. And I want to wish you and your family a very happy Christmas and all the very best for next year. And I'll see you in the Big Apple. The same to you and yours, Jerry, and to all my family and to Kelly and thank you, Lord. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. God bless you, Nigel. Thank Thanks you. for joining us on the show. Have a all good day. Take care, yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's uh, Nigel McKenna speaking to me from New York City this afternoon. A really top guy. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Back with you in a moment.
kids cards for Kelly they're still coming we haven't done the pick yet for the winner we will be over the next couple of days Aaron Healy thank you so much from Kilbride National School look at that Santy Christmas tree the elf the reindeers you name it they're all on the card he's in senior infants in Kilbride and Oh, God almighty. Hi, Jerry. This card was designed by my grandson, Aaron Healy, who attends Kilbride National School in Trim. That comes in from Rose. A little message there with it as well in that boy. Rose, thank you for the good wishes and all the best to you at Christmas time and for the new year. Your grandson's terrific. More from Chairman Feckin this morning. Skull Nave Feckin, they came in today. A Christmas tree there from Anya Martin. Oh, another gorgeous tree. Different shade altogether on that one from Ryan O'Neill. There is a snowman with a big carrot in his nose. Who did this one for me? Let me see. Leo Duggan made that Christmas card for me. And there's another one from Tony. I don't know who Tony is. Well, I pull out a couple more here from the pile that's beside me. This has been great this Christmas time. It truly has. Ronan Crinion, love your card as well. Look at the Christmas lights on that one from Abby Walsh and Rudolph, isn't he? Looking smart with the red nose from Ruth Madlu. There's more and more. There's loads of them. I couldn't read them all out. Thank you so much from my heart. You're brilliant. We love your cards on LMFM Radio and you've brightened up the studios for us this Christmas time for sure. Sarah Nolan's been on. She couldn't make it with her Mornington Vocal Academy today. She's with her mammy. They've both been listening in. And they're really touched. She was so proud of them. You should be proud of them. They're wonderful. But Jerry, I want to tell you, you made their day, their Christmas wishes come true to appear on Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Thank you so much for that, Sarah. We're thinking of you today. We really are. Thanks a million for the lovely message. Now, let's do this on Late Lunch. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'm going to be number one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, 2018. Not that far back for a two on Tuesday today. And it's from a man who I went to see late last year with my granddaughter, Ava. She absolutely loves him. He didn't make it to top spot with this one. Can you believe it? It's Mr. George Ezra and Paradise. My love, my lover, 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 I'm in paradise whenever I'm with you. My mind, my mind, my my, 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 well, it's a paradise whenever I'm with you. Ride on, I will ride on down the road, I will find you, I will hold you, I'll be there. It's long, well, it's a mighty long road, but I'll find you, I will hold you, and I'll be there. Those other boys, but this time it's real. It's something that I feel it. I know you heard it from those other boys, but this time it's real. It's something that I feel it. If it feels like paradise running through your bloody veins, you know it's love anyway. If it feels like paradise running through your bloody veins, you know it's love anyway. In your bloody veins, you know it's love anyway. George Ezra, two on Tuesday, paradise on your late launch. Didn't make it to top spot. He's had others that have made it, though. So what kept it off? Number one in the UK charts. Well, let's have a listen. Here it is, rudimental and these days. I know you moved on to someone new. Hope life is beautiful. You were the light for me to find my truth. I just want to say thank you. 
Leaving to find my soul Told her I had to go And I know it ain't pretty When our hearts get broke Too young to feel this old Watching us both turn cold Oh, I know it ain't pretty When two hearts get broke Yeah, I know it ain't pretty When two hearts get broke I hope someday we'll Sit down together and laugh with each other about these days, these days. Hey, we wish we could come. Rudimental. And these days, the number one that prevented George Ezra's paradise making it to number one. She's back today to make a decision. Which is it? George Ezra <laughs> or Rudimental Miss Louise? Came Wolf? back especially. Especially to give a especially. verdict on this one. She loves George Ezra. Which one is it? <laughs> I, I I was going to say George Ezra was robbed, but I forgot about this song. Yep, I like this song. Go on, you have to vote though. Which yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick with these days. Yeah, rudimentary. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a split jury today. I couldn't abandon George. No, you couldn't. Ezra, so I couldn't. <laughs> and me having the casting vote, it's George Ezra. <laughs> well, you did say, in fairness, George Ezra was one of the best concerts yeah. you ever oh had. That he was he so was unbelievable. I'd go to see him again at the drop of a hat. To be honest with you. Anyway, it's a tie today. Louise loves rudimental these days, and I'm a big fan of George Ezra and Paradise. You know, I often think that Christmas time people forget what the essence or the real meaning of Christmas is. We never do on late lunch. We were speaking to the Church of Ireland and me yesterday and today I'm delighted to welcome a good friend of ours. He's parish priest of Monaster Boys and Toher. He's been promoted since he was in here last. <laughs> Father Paddy Rush. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you for joining Hello, me. everybody, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. Not at all. It's great to have you. And may I say, you look so well. <laughs> splendid, Jerry. In your Christmas jumper and your Santa hat as well. <laughs> And it says I've been good, so that, that I'm, I'm hoping for great oh. things, Jerry. If you're not on the good list, I'm afraid we're all in trouble, Father Paddy. And you know, I was thinking, I had the Mornington Vocal Academy in at the top of the church from 7 to 17. Beautiful children, lovely yeah. singers. I always remember you. I think I said this to you before in Our Lady of Lourdes Church in Drogheda with the children. You yes, took them up. Yes. Do you remember taking them all up onto I the do, altar? I do, I do, absolutely, yes. And I, you know, I think it's so important that we can do those reach out, you know, and, and try and involve the young people and the, yes. particularly the children. I think it's great, yeah. you know. You have a big sweep now when you, when I mention Monaster Boys and Tohor. Your parish, you have a substantial area. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big area right now, but I suppose we're going that way. I think we, you know, our numbers are such that we have to try and uh, consolidate a little bit but look I think we're, we're still okay to be able to give uh, a good service to everybody and we're certainly trying to do that in both Monaster Boys and Toher and people have been great so far so it's, it's you have Fieldstown Church Tenure Church Tenure then we have St Borchels in Dysart we yes. have St Finian's in Dillonstown and St Columkills in Toher itself so five so five yeah so have your cribs in the mall? We have cribs in the mall. I, agree. I wanted to know that. Yes, in every one of them. In every one. It's a yeah, lovely yeah, tradition yeah. too. I love the, the mm. crib, crib tradition. I was saying to the children today. Actually, earlier today, I was in school. I was saying to the kids, "Look, the three things that we wanted them to do for Christmas was number one, be safe when they're on their holidays, and all those things about you." when they're out walking, wear their vis vests, you know, make sure they know who somebody knows where they are, and all of those kind of things. Secondly, have fun. Have fun. Christmas is about fun and about enjoyment and, and so on. And also help help a wee bit at home. You know, do do something for mum and dad. Try and help out the stresses and the strains. And then the third thing, drop in. Drop into the church. If you're in town shopping or whatever, drop in. 
say hello to baby Jesus, uh, say a little prayer and uh, visit the crib. I have a great love of churches and especially at Christmas time. And I often said to you, I, I'm not a regular goer, but I have a, a faith and I, I hope a deep faith. But I love visiting churches. I really yeah, do. There I think there's something. Yeah, there's something deeply, deep within us that resonates with a, a sacred space, I think. I don't know sacred what else space. we have. I, I honestly, I said this to you, I think, before. I don't know what else we have as human beings, you know, to give us hope. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned hope because that's one of the things. This is such a special time of the year, you know, and in the Christian tradition, the Catholic tradition, we have the Advent four weeks dealing with four themes, hope, peace, joy and love. And I think those things are the antidote to all that's going on at the moment, you know, the despair, the war, the violence, the anxiety, the challenges that are there. We need hope, peace, joy and love. And I think uh, Christmas is, is the time for it. Does it ever get you down? Because it certainly gets me down. There's a television all not behind you there. We have them here in the studios and at times I have to look away, especially I'm looking at it there now when I see what's happening in uh, Gaza. And, yeah. do you, you know, as a man of deep faith and belief, Absolutely. does it affect you? Deeply. It does, of course. That, that old phrase comes to my... I, I, I meant to look it up and see who, who said it, but man's inhumanity to man. And I suppose it begins with that, you know. Uh, I suppose, as we've talked about before here, not everybody shares the Christian understanding yes, of Christmas, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, but I think all of us have that sense of goodwill, goodwill to all. We want that desire. We have that desire. And again, it focuses on those themes of hope, joy, peace and love. And in some sense, we counter we counter man's inhumanity to man with man's goodness to man. Excuse the, yes, the I know phraseology. What you're it's a counterbalance. We need to. We need to see all those. And every time you see the war, the violence, the trouble, the stress, there are people there, Jerry, who are working for the good that are sacrificing, putting themselves in harm's way f- to save others, to look after others. Good people make the difference mm-hmm. and it only take, we, we know from the past it only takes one yeah. one good person will make can make a huge mm-hmm. difference and that's my prayer for, for these troubled times that s- someone will come forward something will happen there will be a change there will be a there will be a turn mm-hmm. a turn in a, it has to come when, when you say that, I, it, 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 the penny really drops, doesn't it? The people, you, you, we see them on the news each night, yeah. the aid workers, the, the aid doctors. Workers, the doctors, the non-NGOs. It's incredible. And they're in the firing yeah. line there. Absolutely. The lives are on the line as well as everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just phenomenal. And we can focus so much on, on, on the bigger story, but it, when you focus down a little bit and you see all those little things that are happening everywhere, and I saw a lovely one on social media. And of course, you have to be careful about what you see on social media. It's not always accurate or true. But uh, a little boy went for some food in Gaza. The food truck was empty. And others then came and gave some of their food to him. Yes. And I suppose as I was, you know, I, I was thinking about what I would say here today. And yep. One of the things that I did want to say was that maybe at Christmas time, you know, that whole thing about presence, E-N-T-S, versus presence, E-N-C-E. You know, to be present rather than to focus on giving presents. But if we are going to give presents, to maybe do things that are going to make a difference to other people's lives. I already have received two trokra gifts in the post. You know, these are gifts that other people have bought, you know, food or uh, an animal 
or some kind of uh, farming equipment and stuff like that that will help in other parts of the world. I think that's a wonderful thing mm. to do. I don't need anything, you know, and that's I'm blessed and lucky in that way. But uh, to to think of those that have less, uh, Trocra, Cafod, uh, you, you know, the UNHCR. Yes, you know all those people. And I think it's the one, one way, you know, when we look in despair at the television, you said something there, I want to concur with you. People often say to me, what do you want for Christmas? I actually don't want anything. Um, I'd love I to don't sit, need. I don't need anything. I'd love to sit down, and have a coffee with you, mm. and and chat, and catch up, and mm. see how you are, and you know, and and have that moment. And, and, and not that I'll be disrespectful if somebody, and I will receive. But I, honestly, when people say to me, "What would you like?" and I say, "I can't think of anything in the world I want." Yeah. I mean, we want to give something. We that's how we're made. We want to give something to others. You know, mm. we we feel we we want to. But what, what do you get? You know, there's there's very little that people really, really I agree really with you. The one. best way, if you want to help with what's happening in Gaza and Ukraine, and I say it again, there are 55 conflicts going on in this little globe of ours at the moment. Yes. If you want to help, you can help these agencies that are appealing. I see Donica, the rugby player, on there every night. That's the way we yeah. can, you can make a difference. That little child will get that little food parcel and it could, that would make a life and death difference for, for him you know mm. look I, I know we all talked about the we, we've talked before about not everybody loves Christmas because there's the homelessness the financially stress and distress of Christmas the relationships that are difficult and challenging maybe people who are far away I was talking to a lady yesterday whose son is in Australia won't, won't be home for Christmas and she's heartbroken mm. absolutely heartbroken the sickness and then the bereavement, and you you probably know Jerry. My own brother died earlier this year, yes. and uh, at, on the since Steve since Stephen's day, my sister who died in twenty seventeen, just at the age of thirty three, it would be her fortieth birthday at, at and since Stephen's day. So I understand that there are many people who find Christmas hard and difficult, but I do think that we really have to push through that a little bit and try and and find some of the joy, peace love and hope that Christmas can bring. I, I think that's essential for, for us as individuals, as a community, as a country and, and as the world. I think that makes all the difference, I think. I, 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 if anything, this strife has brought home to me is that I'm looking for something deeper. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There has to be something beyond this. Yeah, and, and I think there is something beyond that, beyond this. I think you talked there earlier there, but you're saying maybe you don't go to church as often, uh, but you like to drop in and you have that deep spirituality. And I think there's something there for all Christians, particularly, I think, uh, this this moment. There's a lovely phrase a, a writer once wrote, because of Bethlehem. And another connection phrase, heaven touching earth. That there is something mystical, deeply transcendent about what we celebrate at this time of the year. The birth of the child which changes literally everything for everyone. As a Christian I believe that. That's what I believe. I believe that Jesus' incarnation is our salvation. I believe that. But there's a lovely hymn, you, you may have heard it before. It's it's uh, called Mary Did You Know? And it thinks about Mary looking at the little child in her arms and saying, did you know that he was going to be the saviour. Probably not. She probably didn't realise that. She just looked at a little baby and loved a little baby. And there's something about that, Jerry, that we are called not to worry about the bigger questions in life, really, in a sense, but to look after one another here and now. 
yes. to, to be that person who will stretch out. A listener change. says, the best gift of all, I couldn't agree more, is kindness towards everyone. And I mean everyone. And gratitude as well. I want to take a short break, leave you with that thought. Now, when you come to us each year, and by God, it's great to have you, may I say again, in <laughs> the you, studio Jay. all the years we were apart because of that thing called COVID. Um, you, you give us a final thought as we go into Christmas and as the new year turns in. So what are your thoughts this year? Well, look, Jerry, I'm searching as much as anybody, really, I, I suppose, at this stage in, in my own life and also uh, after the, the year that we've had as a family. But... I do come back to that mystery of 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 Bethlehem, and I, again we've spoken there about the trouble that's there at the moment. We're hoping actually this weekend that the scouts will bring the peace light from Bethlehem again. They've been doing that for many many years all over the world. So they collect the light in Bethlehem, bring it over. So I come back to that book that was written by a guy called Max Lucado. He's one of my favourite authors, a Christian. Um, He says, because of Bethlehem, I have a saviour in heaven. Christmas begins what Easter celebrates. The child in the cradle becomes the king on the cross. And because of that, our lives are changed forever. That's what I believe as a as a Christian and as a Catholic. Um, I suppose our only our own Holy Father also last year. I don't know what he's going to say this year, but as an eighty seven, he just celebrated his birthday yesterday or the day before eighty seven, and he, he talks about you know we rush around, uh, but he wanted to focus on the manger in which Mary lay her son that day. The Gospel talks about the closeness the poverty, the concreteness, the earthiness almost of the the birth of a a child. And anybody who's held a child knows that you are different when you're holding that child. Something connects you eternally to to a, a reality which is beyond ourselves, I think, because it's the mystery of life and death. And I think that Christmas is one of those times where we really can enter into something just beyond the surface, and I hope that's my hope really for everybody that we go beyond just the the day to day, the nitty gritty, the the you know, making do, the getting through, you know, that we, we put all the presents and wrapping aside and we just take some time to really be with ourselves and with each other and find something that will bind us together throughout the rest of the year because Christmas is not just for Christmas, it's for the whole year, you know. Come back to that thing I said, presents. C-E, not E-N-T-S. Not, not present, not gifts, but presents. So I suppose to all of the listeners, I know wherever you are, however you are, whatever's happening for you this year, I just hope that a lovely blessing from uh, the Church of England communica, the, the Anglican Communion, which I always loved, may the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Mary and Joseph, and the peace of the Christ child be with all this Christmas time. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I'm getting lovely messages from your fan club. People Father are Paddy. very, Jerry, people are very, very kind. They uh, always are. And, and I can very... see that anytime you're in a room. Father Paddy is absolutely fantastic. He's always in good humour. He's such an energy, says Mary. And he <laughs> gives that to all of us. And there's more there besides wishing you a happy Christmas and all the best yeah, for the Christmas new year. And thinking of, of you. Thank you for... Uh, Gracing us with your presence again Pleasure. this year. All the best for the festive season and all it brings and for 2024 as well. May it be a good one for you. Father please God, Paddy please God. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to finish today by going into a song that I personally love. It's uh, 
Carrie Underwood and it's a song that's very special and I know you'll know it. It's Oh Holy Night. Thank you, Paddy. And we dedicate this to you and all your parishioners. Thank you so much, Jerry. God bless. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Saviour's birth Got a lovely card besides the uh, kids' cards for Kelly The uh, children's Christmas cards they're making for me uh, Dear Jerry, thanks for all the support in 2023 Have a lovely festive season Please God, I'll see you in 2024 Best wishes from Bobby and all the crew at Development Perspectives. Lovely card, Bobby. Thanks indeed. Really do uh, appreciate it. Now, let's reprise uh, the Eagle song. On a dark desert highway Cool wind in my hair Warm smell of colitas Rising up through the air Up ahead in the distance I saw a shimmering light Yes, Hotel California, oh, loads and loads of you. You love the Eagles out there, don't you? Going along to that big night, take it to the limit, the concert in the TLT on the 12th of January is Michelle Sweeney. Well done to you, Michelle. Pair of tickets is yours. I have another couple of tickets to give away on the show tomorrow, so don't despair if you didn't win today. Check out that concert. Lovely gift for Christmas. Concert tickets it is for sure. TLT, 12th of January. Get the year off to a flying start if you're an Eagles fan. TLT.ie there for more information. Now, time to do this on Late Lunch. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... Well, you see, I'm not quite counting down the songs of yesteryear from this particular week. No, I'm not. I've taken a liberty on late lunch. I don't take many. But I think I'm entitled to this one. Anyway, I'm bringing you my top five Christmas songs of all time. Countdown this week, yes? I am indeed. It was Mr. Michael Bublé yesterday and it's beginning to sound a lot like Christmas. Today on the show, oh yes, I'm going back to a man whose voice I absolutely adore. He's simply brilliant. Yes, at number four in my top five countdown this year, this year I have to emphasise, is Mr. Natkin Cole. And here he is with the wonderful Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Mm. 1945. 
Can you believe it? The original recording by Mr. Nat King Cole. I love that song. I really do. It's a cert in my top five. And uh, known as the Christmas song. Yes, that is the actual title of the song. Even though some people refer to it as chestnuts roasting on an open fire or Merry Christmas to you. The song is called The Christmas Song by Mr. Nat King Cole. Just a little point of information there in case you're ever ask that one in a quiz or anything like that. Trivia, trivia for sure. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Tuesday afternoon and after the break. I'm having a chat with a young woman who'll never make another gingerbread man. My next guest is taking orders for gingerbread men, aren't you, Kira Carroll? I am indeed. I think I might be fed up with them for now. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm only I'm only I'm only putting you on the spot. I'm only uh, I, I don't mean that. I know you're absolutely sick of gingerbread men. Tell them how many you made. I made seven hundred and forty altogether. I think. Wow. 740 gingerbread men all at once, you know, not on the one day, of course, but in a short period of time, yeah? Yes, um, within, I think it was around four days. Wow, 700. <laughs> I know now why you never want to see a gingerbread man again. What What did you need in terms of ingredients to make 740 gingerbread men? Um, A lot of... What I did was I work in super value and so I honestly just filled baskets upon baskets <laughs> of as much flour and sugar and icing as I could and I just made as many batches. <laughs> so there was no science in this at all. You just no, lorried l- l- everything into the trolley. <laughs> exactly. And, and off home. And away I'd like to say it was well planned but it truly wasn't. <laughs> Had, had you any assistance making 740 gingerbread men? I did. Um, my parents, begrudgingly, <laughs> were like, what have you gotten yourself into? <laughs> and then also, one of the days, actually, there was a knock on the door and a girl from work was there. My dad answered. She went, do you need help decorating? My dad said, no, we're all good. We have it sorted. Thought she wanted to decorate the whole house and closed the door in her face. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise it was you. And so she stayed till 3am helping me. <laughs> Thank God. Many hands make light work, as they say. Exactly. Um, OK, so there's a reason behind this. Why did you make 740 gingerbread men? Why? <laughs> yes. Um, I was told by um, my manager that John, or sorry, Johnstown in Navan, Tidy Towns, along with St. Michael's Loretto in Navan, the secondary school, mm. they were um, hosting a day for the homeless um, children yeah. um, of need and that they were trying to do as many goodie bags and things as possible. And I had done a couple of gingerbread men just for the staff in work. And then they said, would you like to make some more? And so that's kind of how it started. <laughs> and uh, there were no shortage of gingerbread men in the hampers, which is great. I take it they tasted lovely. You taste them. Yeah, lovely, beautiful. <laughs> there may have been a few amputees of the gingerbread men that had to be tasted. <laughs> I love this. I love this story. I really do. I'm thinking of nominating you, uh, Kira, for the Great British Bake Off. How are you fixed? Oh, no. As long as there's no gingerbread men on those technicals. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll get in touch with Prue Leith and tell her no gingerbread men in any of the challenges. But have you have you a background? Did, did you bake in the past? Have you made? Is this your your field of of interest, or was this just a one off? Um, never on this scale. I've made the odd cake now and again. <laughs> no, truthfully, this was just a challenge for myself. I think they call it a vigari or figari or whatever way you like to pronounce it. But it was with, with a very worthy cause in mind. And I'm sure the people who got the gingerbread men in their wee hampers were only too delighted to enjoy them. Well done to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, God almighty, this is a story and a half. Uh, but <laughs> sort of 740 in four days would sort of leave you a bit sick of them. We were talking to Nigel McKen early in the show and he says when you've had turkey a couple of days, you've had enough. And I think exactly. <laughs> that amount of gingerbread men uh, would certainly uh, throw the cat among the pigeons. You, you work in Super Value, yes, in Johnstown yourself there, yeah? Yes, I do. Ah, good on you, good on you. You love your job? Yes, <laughs> been here six years, so. Oh, good on. That's great. That's great. Busy time of the year for you guys. Oh, definitely. So I gladly took this call to step out of the room. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. There you are. If it wasn't busy in Super Value, we wouldn't have heard from her. She wouldn't have come near the phone. Oh, that's all right. I'll remember that. I'll remember that for sure. No, I'm only cotton. I'm only cotton with you. Listen, you're good fun. You're great to take the call. Thank you so much and well done. We'll send you Thank one. You so we'll send you gingerbread woman for Christmas. Good luck. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. 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 That's Kira Carroll. It's great fun in Johnstown and Navin. If you're in there, say hello to her. She did a great job. She did. But 740 is enough for any man, woman, or child for a long, long time to come. Anyway, that's a lot on late lunch this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for your company on the show. Thanks to all our guests, and especially uh, the young people from the Mornington Vocal Academy. Of course, Father Paddy Rush, Nigel McKenna, and uh, just there now, Kira Carroll. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with The Drive. We'll be back tomorrow with midweek late lunch. Only three shows to go before year end on this show. Stay with us on LMFM Radio. we we'll leave you in the company of Miss Christina Aguilera. And have yourself... A Merry Christmas. We wish it to you all.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.